Hello and welcome to Mama's Nightmares. Come join us as we talk about anything from moms that murder, family murderers, kids being kidnapped and or murdered, or even being killers, which are all a mama's nightmare. I'm Rhonda. I'm Alicia. And we're a mother-daughter duo giving you our spin on these nightmares from a mom's perspective. Today we're going to be talking about the murder of Cherished Periwinkle. I'm Rhonda, a mother of two and a grandmother of four. I work full-time for a well-known app. I'm obsessed with true crime podcasts, shows, and documentaries. I'm Alicia, a wife and stay-at-home mom of three, who just started listening to true crime podcasts, but like watching documentaries and thrill-seeking movies with my husband. I'm the one that suggested we start a podcast since we love to discuss these nightmares, and of course, I think people need to hear our opinion on them. For today's nightmare, we'll be going to Jacksonville, Florida to talk about every mom's worst nightmare. Your child being kidnapped from the store you're shopping. Trigger warnings for this episode are kidnapping, murder of a child, and rape of a child. Thanks for joining us. Now let's grab yourself some Oreos and milk and let's talk about this nightmare. All right. Well, today we got exciting news. We get to add Nebraska All to right. our list of states and countries. Although we don't all know that Nebraska is one of the states, not one of the countries, but we've had a few I did countries. not. I'm just well, kidding. I know, but I'm clarifying that oh, for okay. you. Okay, thank you. So, we do have Nebraska, and that's always exciting. Branching out in the old Midwest there. Whoop, whoop. Now, hopefully today our sound quality will be better, folks, because we are, that's right, in the same locale. Sitting right across the table from each other. Yeah, so. it's family week. So right. She's ready to go home already. <laughs> Got here yesterday. It's about time. About week should be about up, right? <laughs> Enough that I'm leaving this afternoon for a day. <laughs> Gonna go see the bestie. <laughs> yep, gotta spend some time with my bestie while I'm here. So, well, but, yeah. my week's already started out amazing with having to get my window fixed and the kids vacuuming up the water with the vacuum cleaner no i found out what it was it was milk oh they vacuumed milk up they vacuumed milk up <laughs> oh yeah my children neither one of them will say that they did it of course but somebody in the house vacuumed up I'm guessing cereal and milk because they dumped it out on the floor and decided they were going to clean it up very it up helpful but started. then I went to go pick up my vacuum cleaner to use it because my mom is coming into town <laughs> not that I don't use it all the time <laughs> <laughs> but uh when I picked it up it was just dripping dripping <laughs> as some sort of liquid coming from the sky oh it was so gross it was so gross yeah it and was milk is even worse because that yeah. sours it. Uh, it didn't have a soured smell yet, so I'm guessing it just, just happened and nobody's saying anything because I used the vacuum cleaner on Sunday. Sunday. On Sunday, and it was what? Tuesday? Yeah, it was Tuesday when this happened. Are you sure? Because I think it was the same day that uh, that the the so it was like maybe it was Wednesday. Monday. Wednesday, I think. Wednesday. Because Wednesday is also, then you call me back later that day and you're like, I know, you know you're not going to believe this, but my window just got busted out of my car. True that. True that. Yeah. I think it all day. happened all at the same time. I've just had a, no, that was the corn. The corn fell. Wait, yeah. Nope. That was all of it. All of it at once. Corn falling out of the refrigerator. Yeah. Everything. You called cleaner. me like three times and oh you're not going to believe this is happening. 
yeah. you're not going to believe this is happening. Yeah, and it I'm was like, a really... you're not believing. I'm trying to work. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to work and get everything together so that I could be off for a week. And I kept getting phone calls of, you're not going to believe what's happening. <laughs> you're not going to believe. You are not going to believe. Just guess. I don't have time to guess. Just tell me. I'm trying to work. Oh, so much fun. I'm so ready to start this little staycation. staycation. <laughs> it's a staycation for you. And yeah, literally. It's just it's just a normal week for me. Just everybody's home now. But you'll have somebody I can help clean up some, so you'll have a little bit of help. A little bit of help. Not today, though, because I'm leaving today. Yeah, you're mean. Yep. All right, so you ready to get into this one and get I this one finished? This one is a very... Sort of. I mean, let's face it. These are never easy to hear about. And... This one's this one definitely is not. It is horrific. I know a little of the story because I'm the one that told you about, yes. about this one might be a good one for us. But um, I don't really know a lot of the details. I just found the basics out and said, oh, this might be a good one to research. And, and it definitely it definitely was a good one to research, but they did a lot of mom shaming, and I don't do we don't do mom shaming on here, yeah. unless you are the actual person who. If you did it, if you did it, then yes, you are going you. to get that. But right. I am not in. Yeah. Some people they just they make mistakes and it happens, and hers just got broadcasted over the entire world, and something horrific happened because of that mistake, and she's paying the ultimate price for it, yeah. and nobody else needs to say a word about it to yeah. her anymore. I mean, this is just it's just pitiful, and it's not her fault that. Well, we this monster happened. All know that we make mistakes. We we've all made a mistake. We've all make mistakes on a daily basis. I mean, it is not uh, it's not easy being a mother. It isn't. And so, you shouldn't really point out somebody else's mistakes and say, "Well, that I would never do that," because you don't know what you would do in the moment. What would happen? Yeah, I used to say, "Oh, my kid will never throw a fit in the middle of Walmart." Guess what? I have two of them that do it. <laughs> So, never you just never. look at the moms and you just go, I get it. I understand. Got your back, girl. Got your but back. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. I'm going to let you deal with it. And I'm not going to point that at you. All right. So, are you ready to get into this now? I know. Nobody's ever really ready, but here we go. Here we go. Okay. This nightmare takes place in Jacksonville, Florida, just when, start, just when summer is starting. This is a single mother named Rain Periwinkle. She has three beautiful little girls. Cherish Lily Periwinkle, who's the age of eight. Destiny, who's the age of five. And Nevaeh Pearson, who's the age of four. Such pretty little names. I know. To me, I can tell, you can tell that that's a caring mom that has named all three of these little girls precious names. Precious. She realizes they're precious. Cherish, exactly. Destiny, and Nevaeh. Yes. I love the name Nevaeh. I think that's so pretty. And then you, isn't that the one that you said was heaven spelled backwards? Yes. That's so cute. That is. Okay, so on this night, it was June 21st, 2013. Rain's boyfriend and the father of the two youngest girls gave his wife, uh, gave his girlfriend a $100 bill to get some things that they needed for the house, to get chairs some clothes, and also to 
to get her some clothes, but she also needed enough money to take her daughter in a taxi cab to and from the airport because she was going to go spend the, the summer with her father in San Diego, California. Okay, so she had to have enough for the taxi to get Cherish there and to get them home. And to get her back, yes. Okay. She, um, they do not have a car. Okay. So they need the taxi. They also are only shopping where they can walk to. So, and at this point, from what I can hear, from what I have found out, that the father is, the father and boyfriend are, are, is at home, and she's taking all three children by herself. Okay. So, Rain put the youngest child in the stroller, and the other two the other two girls, Cherish and Destiny, walked with her to the family dollar. They went inside, got some of their groceries. It's like the necessities, the toilet paper, the trash bags, you know, cleaning supplies, yeah. that kind of stuff. I don't think it was like uh, food. Not like milk and bread. Yeah, I don't think it was anything cold. <clears throat> Sorry. Then they walked across the street to the Dollar General. At the Dollar General, she just needed to get a pencil sharpener. Okay. So. It seems odd that you couldn't get that at Family Dollar. Right? But I don't know. But that's what she did. And they decided they were going to look around for some clothes. So they're going through. They're looking at the shoes. And that's when Rain started to notice this older man following them around at the okay. Dollar General. Rain went into the clothes department of the store and saw this beautiful little dress, and she thought Cherish would look good in it. So she went to the register to check out and didn't have enough money for the dress. So she had to put it back. We've been there before. I have been in. The, I have been and in that, that position, is... and even with even, I was a single mom. So I mean, I had to be like, okay, I don't have enough money. Can we, Can you just take this off? Can right. Can you take this off? Let's see how much it is now. And and I've been there too. Been single parent and been even married and on a budget and trying to get that stuff and going through and going. Okay, no, we're not going to be able to get that today. Yeah. So of course, I'm sure the the look in Cherish's eyes whenever she couldn't get that pretty little dress yeah. made her feel bad too, along with it. And at this point, the man is kind of behind Rain. So he's and, like, he's getting in line. Too. Yeah, he's getting, it looks like he's kind of getting in line, and he's kind of like hovering over her a little bit. And Rain kind of thought that he was going to steal her money, but he didn't. Then he went and waited at the front of entrance of the store. And while she was leaving, he stated, and I do quote this, if you really want the dress, I'll get it for you. Then he made the comment of her having her hands full uh hands full and that he has a couple of his own okay. so i mean that's kind of like a, what a grandpa would say to you oh you so got your hands full man. he is an older man um he's probably in his late late 50s early 60s okay. i would say so you just i mean she'd already been watching him kind of hover over her and or she she didn't really, I don't know, did she even say the word hover, but she sees him kind of in the background already through the store, and she feels like she's been watching them. 
But not enough that she felt like she needed to turn him in to anybody. No, I don't think anything. I don't and, think that was the case yet. And then she just, I mean, he was just kind of following around a little bit. Never once said a word to her well, until that it, moment. Let's face it, in the Dollar General, that's, they're not that big. They're not that big, and he could have just been going to look for been something else. And, and then he's noticed them and seen it. And I'm sure I've had her, she's like us. You see your kids, and I see kids, and I'm and I watch them and look at them. They're just so precious and cute. And she's, I'm sure that with her being a single mother of these three little girls, that she probably has a lot of people say things like, "Oh, look at you! You got your hands full, I bet." And, yeah, I mean, oh, I have that said girls. to me all the time. I've got three, so right, I hear it all the time. Oh, you got your hands full, right? Yes, but my heart is fuller. But this, so. She started walking out of the Dollar General. She's kind of like iffy about this man. She's like, yeah, thanks. Trying to yeah. trying to go on her way. And then the older man told her that his wife has a $50 gift card for Walmart. And if they would like to wait, uh, if, he would like, if she'd like to wait for it. He continued to talk to her for a few minutes while she waited for the gift card and his wife. But the wife never showed up. The older man told Rain that his name was Don and that he worked for Habijack, um, for Habijacks, which when I looked it up, it's like a nonprofit organization okay. thing. He also told her that he went to church and that he had a family. But oh, that's a lot of information out of him. Yeah, well, she's she's sitting there and she's waiting. I so, she's, so they're trying to make small talk. Well, and, you're in the South, and that's what happens. It ends the up South, we, bless your heart, and talking about everything. And you get the an old, you get an older guy like that, and you're just like, your eyes could roll in the back of your head because he just gives you so much information. Oh, just like, they just want to talk. They don't have nobody sometimes right. to talk to. And so you sit and, so and listen. You, you just sit there. Good and people just sit and listen. Or you just, stand there and listen to mm -hmm. them. I get stuck by everybody. Yes. I know so many people's life stories from being in the Walmart line. <laughs> and I don't even say hello. I know. Some of them are just so sweet, though. But you just... I listened to him. Yeah. But what Don failed to tell Rain was his whole name. His whole name is Donald James Smith, and he is a career predator. He was just released from prison 21 days ago. 21 days. 21 days ago. Oh. I'm not, I've got cold chills because this is just, this is horrible. 21 days ago, and he was a registered public sex offender. Since 1993. Oh my gosh, and we said this was taking place in what? 2003. So this is like a 10 year span of him being this. But he started, I think, in like 77, his career as a felon, but as a sexual predator, it was since 1993. Oh. Smith told Rain that his wife was going to meet, uh, was going to meet them at Walmart and he could give her a ride there. Now, Rain was still hesitant. She still didn't get in the, just go with him and get in the car. So he still kind of, and she was like, mm, I don't know, which made him really upset. And he handed her, he, he goes, I'm sorry. He started out with, do you want the gift card or not? Got oh, really snappy. Yeah. And then he handed her his driver's license. 
like she thought something was up with him. Does your driver's license say, like as it should, that you're a freaking sexual predator? No, it does not. It should. It, it should. should be I think it's. I think. Letters. I think in some states it does. I think they're starting to implement that now. I think they should. And they should implement that everywhere, nationwide. I mean, there are some people who are put on this who international everywhere. I had somebody I knew who is on this is on this site because he was 16 and the girl was 15. Yeah, it was it. barely some, an age difference in it. I get it. There are some that are on there that are unfair. There are people that have been, that are considered, I've heard of people that have been listed as a sexual predator, but they married the person that, because they were 18 and, the, and that one was 16, but once they became uh, older, older they, they got but, married. And but the parents were just mad. But so parents they, were mad and filed charges. And I get it. Some things are, are unfair. It is. But let's But life's it, unfair. Life is unfair. Exactly. So you need to, we as a society need to protect our children and need to have this on these people's licenses and things like I that. I completely agree with that. Their license plates. And, and I just, I mean, you, you want to bring up the thing about him? I mean, this man does not look like a sexual predator. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go on and look at our Instagram or our Facebook and look at these pictures. This guy looks like every other southern old man. <laughs> older man. I mean, he doesn't look like he's extremely old, but he's just looks like he's in his, you know, looks he like just, a grandfather. He's got white hair, white mustache, and you just, and he just looks like somebody you get. I mean, we talked about it. And I said if he pulled, if I looked at him and my car was broken, broken down. down, I would get out of my car for him to help me fix my car. I wouldn't think a thing about it. I wouldn't think about him being anything other. So something needs to be marked. We either need to tattoo it on their forehead or put it all over their license plates and their their uh, driver's license and things like that so that people are warned. This is the problem. These people have their... We set them free too soon and then they get to uh, run free and still attack our children. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just... It's, Sorry, it's, it's horrible. It, it, I mean, it just it truly is. But um, he made her feel like crap. and made her feel foolish for even thinking something about him. And so, and so she ended up, she believed him. And she pushed her stroller into his van. And the three girls piled up into the back seat. Evidently, he's missing like the front part. Not the front part. The middle part of his van. He had a white, one yeah. of those big white vans. Remember that blue van that we had? Yes, and um, you could take the seats out. and Yeah, you could take the seats out so of the it. Middle seat so is the middle Yeah, the middle seat is missing out of it. And I am guessing this is because this is where he lives. This is my, that's just my guess. Could be. But that also, he has that van and it's that white panel van and we always know, never get in the white panel Never get well, always, any white van. You don't get in the white van. Well, the panel <laughs> vans, because they don't have windows on the side. Uh, This one had... This one had windows. Did it? Okay. It had windows, but it had blinds over them. Oh. Yeah. I mean, like, it was like when it was, like, 80s. The 80s. 85s. Yeah. The carpet on the wall. The car. I think it, <laughs> it well, it definitely had, had carpet on the wall. But um, they said that there was no seat in the middle, so they had to go sit in the bucket seats in the very back. Okay. So all three girls were sitting in the very back. The stroller was in the center, and then it was rain and... Dawn, Dawn driving, okay. And Dawn driving. 
So from here on out, I'll be calling him Smith. But Smith and her were up in the front seat. And it took about, the drive is around 10 minutes from the Dollar General. So it's not that far of a drive, but it was a good walk. It's a good walk. And with three little ones, you wouldn't walk it. Yeah. So while they are driving over there, Smith and Rain are talking, and he keeps asking, he asked about their ages. He told them that he was 61. She told them their ages. He, um, she even told them hers. Then he told her, she asked him about his wife, and he said that she was from the Virgin Islands. Uh... He also, this is what this is what gets me. He also looked Rain right into the eyes and said, "You are safe with me. You are safe with me," and that made her lessen her guard up a little bit more. I can see that because you're jittery. You're still she feels a little. Like he goes, he's, he notices that she's nervous, and he's like, "Look, you're safe with me. I'm not here." And you're good. And you feel reassured. And you do. So I. Our I totally, humanness takes over. I totally over get it. Oh. I mean, he sat there and told her, you're safe. You're safe with me. It's okay. You're safe. No, you're not. You're not safe. Don't ever listen to anybody that says that. Well, Once, she was safe, but her children were not around him. Yeah. He wasn't interested in her. He wasn't. So... Once they arrived at Walmart, the children were feeling a little jittery, antsy, and so they needed to stretch their legs. So Rain and all the children got out, and she let them stretch and play outside for a few minutes. I mean, they're young kids, so they needed some space to walk. So while they were out there doing that, Smith looked like he was on his phone while the kids were playing and it kind of sounded like he was talking to his wife on the phone he was talking about getting chinese food afterwards and rain was like oh chinese food i don't like chinese food but she wasn't going to say anything because he was the one who was being nice and paying for he was going to pay for everything he was giving her a 150 dollars gift card so they waited a couple of minutes for smith's wife to come into the parking lot he told her that she had a gold car after some time passed, Smith just told Rain, you know what, go ahead and go into the little girl section, and I'll meet you there when my wife gets here. So, Rain, Cherish, Destiny, and Nevaeh all went into the store together. Uh, she left her stroller and all of her groceries in the van, but she did take her diaper bag. So, she's got all her most precious valuables with her. And she goes into the store. She grabs a shopping cart. I mean, you can see it all the footage through the Walmart. She's got a grocery cart. or She's got the kids. And they stop over at the, like, the jewelry section. And uh, she picks up, uh, and Rain picks up a necklace. And she thinks it's really pretty. And Cherish goes, Mom, you should get that necklace. And she said, I'm not here for me. We're here for you. Oh. We're here to buy you stuff, not me. Oh. oh, doesn't that just ring a bell? I mean, that's just... That is what moms do. That's what We're, moms do. She's limited on her budget. I don't have none money for me. It's $150. I have enough to get my children, not just Cherry. She's going to get some stuff for the other kids, too. 
I mean, right. that's just what you do. When you go to the store, you can't just buy for one. You buy for everybody. Even if you buy more for somebody else than the others, you still make it even. You want to try and make it somewhat even. Especially if everybody needs something. I mean, they're, I guess, considered poor. But I just think of it as my lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> they're one of us. That's all. They're just one of us. She's just a normal person who's just having a hard time. <laughs> Life is hard, and with three kids, so it's hard. harder, and it's worth it, but it's hard. So, Rain and her daughters started uh, picking out clothes and shoes before Smith even showed up. Yeah, before he even showed up. I mean, they were in the store for a good while before he even showed up. When he did, he never helped her shop for anything. He just walked around the store... And just kind of kept them in his view. He just kept walking around. So he's just letting them do their thing. He's, he's letting them do their pay. thing. He's, he's just, just hanging out late in the pack. Yeah. The only thing that he actually put into the grocery cart was a bundle of rope. What? Yeah. Okay. He put a bundle of rope in. And it's like, it's, it's not like, um. Like, you know, a lasso, you know, right. style. It's those, it's those, uh, like that nylon rope. Nylon rope. It's green and purple. Like you're going to hang out your clothes on a line. You're going to make it. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of like that. So they That's shopped. That's what the Walmart has. That's what the Walmart has. Yeah. Okay. So they shopped for about an hour, hour and a half. Uh, between that time, Cherish would try on different outfits in the dressing room and, he would follow her to the dressing room. She was a little bit worried about it, but you know, you've got three kids, so you're trying your best to to keep up with all you of them. You gotta juggle. Everybody's you everybody's gotta go in the into the dressing room with you and Yeah, so it's it, it's a lot more difficult with three kids than it is <sighs> So Smith also had Cherish try on two different pairs of shoes. And to go show her mom to see if she approved of them. And each time, Rain would say, no, go put them back. And during the court proceedings that I watched over this, they asked her why. And she said, because they were women's shoes. They were not appropriate for an eight-year-old girl. They were like a high heel. She said, there was stuff that I wouldn't have even worn. She said, so that made me a little bit antsy with him. He continued to walk around with them, and, you know, she kept asking him, like, where's your wife? And he's like, oh, she's coming. Oh, she's coming. She's coming. I mean, she asked multiple times, where's your wife? She's coming. That's all he would say. At the end of the hour, hour and a half, the children started getting really fussy, because, I mean, that's just, that's just kids, yeah. all in general, but... It's That's also really time. late at night. I mean, this is around 8 o'clock at night when they started at oh, Dollar General. And then they've been... The, yeah, it was at night. night. I for, yeah. I guess her, so it was like, husband, her, her boyfriend had gotten off of work and given her... Probably. Given her... Oh, my God. Given her the $100. We real country folks today. Yeah. <laughs> me with my time. mail. Mm. <laughs> now you. For me with my Gavin. <laughs> Oh, we're sorry. It's early. <laughs> it's really early for us. But, um, yeah, so 
Yeah, so they were getting really fussy and they were hungry. I mean, this is around almost 10 o'clock at night now. So these children probably haven't had dinner yet. And so well, Donald... It's not bedtime. They get a bedtime snack. So they all get hungry now. Yeah. So Smith said that he was going to go get something to eat and if they would like anything. And so they all said a cheeseburger. But the weird thing is, and this is what was said in the court proceedings, is that it wasn't just him saying, like, he's going to go get a cheeseburger. Uh, he's going to go get himself something to eat. He looked at her and held his hand up like a sock puppet. And I'm going to get myself something to eat. Do you want something? Like, it was almost like it was mimicking and, like, weird it was definitely weird i mean who holds their hand up like a sock puppet to talk to an adult <laughs> it's not like he's talking to a little girl we know you couldn't get this do you want something right. no he's talking to her and he's talking in like a mimic like a i don't know like a snarky tone yeah kind of sounding or at least that's how she made it sound on on there but i mean she's holding her hand up and showing them and it's just it's weird well and i have to say at this point it, it's getting weird, and it's probably getting really weird for her, too. But now she's kind of stuck because she's driven 10 minutes away with this guy from Walmart. Now it's 10 o'clock at night. It's dark out. She's got to get back. Yep. So now you're just like, okay, dude, where's your wife? Where's your wife? Although if he'd have been, I'm not, I don't know if I can say this, but if he'd have been smarter, he'd have said, oh, she came, she's inside, she didn't need anything, so she's already left. Here's the gift card. Yes, but then he had the, to give her a gift card. I've got the gift card. I'll pay for it when we get up there. Anything. Yeah. To say, because she's already been here. She, while I was out there, we talked for a few minutes, and that's why I didn't come right back in. She decided to go on. Yeah. Alleviate some of those fears. But then again, you know, I don't want to give anybody any, any of these predators any ideas. But I know. Unfortunately. Yeah. So, he started walking up in the direction of the front of the store. Now, this Walmart has McDonald's inside. You know, yeah. if you've ever been into a Walmart, I know some some states don't have Walmart. I honestly don't know. Everywhere I've been, there's a Walmart. But Walmart sometimes have uh, restaurants inside them. My little city has nothing but a Walmart, and we got a subway in ours. Uh, the one... Uh, the one in Tennessee has has a subway, but the one in Georgia area, it's like a Chinese restaurant inside it now. Huh. Yeah. Huh. So, if you want some little bit of Chinese, you can just go in there and get it. I do like me some Chinese food. I ain't had Chinese food for a long time. Oh, that sounds so good. I'm getting hungry now. Okay. <laughs> so he left in the direction of the front of the store, which is where the Walmart, uh, where, where the McDonald's is, when Cherish started following after him. This is the last time that Rain, Destiny, and Nadea ever saw Cherish alive. They continued to shop. Rain continued to shop um, because her daughter Destiny needed a bigger size than the size that she was looking at when Don said that he was going to go get food. Um, after finding the right size, Rain and her two daughters started going to the front of the store to meet Cherish and Smith. At 11, it was around 11 p.m., tel the telecom came on in the store and it was saying that they were closing. 
So she went to the front of the store and saw that the McDonald's was already closed because everybody knows that the the it takes them longer to wash and clean up and yes, and but they also close like an hour earlier than. In, so in, the, in, the, uh, in the restaurants, they close earlier. Yeah, they have to be able to clean up everything because they, they have to leave at the same time the Walmart people do so that they can close the front doors. They All they do is they drop their chain link thing. Yeah, okay. But they have to be able to leave, and they don't. I don't know that they give them the keys to the Walmart. <laughs> Free reign, baby. Right. Yeah. So they have to come and enter as it's open and closed. Yeah, so at this point, I mean... I cannot imagine what she's thinking at that point because... I mean, in my mind, I am seeing that it's already been closed. And my heart has literally dropped into my stomach and I can vomit, yeah. to be quite honest. And I have to say that at this point, too, she's, she had a limited budget. So, where is my stuff? He's gone. My kid's gone. My stuff's gone everything she feels very vulnerable vulnerable and very you know you're, you're sick over your kid is the most important thing and I'm not that is always the most important thing but, but there's also all of that combined she's left at walmart she can't find him she can't find him. she has no way to get anywhere mm-hmm. what's she gonna do so of course yeah she couldn't find Smith or her daughter anywhere, and you can see in the Walmart video screens, like, she's going through all the checkout lines, seeing if she can see them. Going down. She's going the, down, yeah. and she starts screaming out and yelling, call 911. My daughter has been taken, and nobody helped her immediately. Nobody did. Because your first thought when you go up and you see, you don't want to believe that your child has been taken. So you see McDonald's is closed, you're like, well, where are they? What are they getting? Where where else did they go? I mean, yes, and so you start looking. So you, but also, and this is the problem that a lot of us moms have, is we don't want to be mom shamed. So right. we start looking silently. Exactly. Instead of screaming out, in which they say that this is the, that's the best way to do it. And I said this before in the Kara Robinson case, that you need to yell out what they're wearing, their height, their weight, their name. There, anything that can identify them so that other people can look for them because they'll go, oh, wait, somebody's yelling something. Exactly. These idiots are the managers and the cashiers that are up there, and they're not doing a dang thing to help. You need to get somebody in there. They say, always look loudly. I am missing a kid. Brown hair, blue eyes, wearing a red shirt, blue jeans, green shoes. I don't know. And you just, just name it all off. This is a twofold thing. You're going to find your kid. If your kid has not been taken, you've just humiliated your child, who is never going to do that again. Yes. It, to know that they got, this, you've got to stay with me. I'm not going to put up with this. I can't. I can't trust anybody. I'm not going to do this. And I'm not saying that our humiliation is the goal of these with our children, but we want them to know mm. that I am going to look for you. I am not going to just walk away and go, okay, I don't know where he went. And And try to find him silently. No, I'm going to look loudly, and I don't care if it embarrasses me. I don't care if I I get mom shamed. I'm going to find my child. Exactly. So. Now, finally, one of the Walmart employees 
does let Rain call the police using her cell phone. Now, I do want to make it very known that she did not have a cell phone at all. I was just going to say, you mean Rain didn't even have a cell phone? She didn't even have a cell phone. Oh my gosh, this is terrible. Yes. So, yes, she didn't have a cell phone. So, she, one of the Walmart employees let her call the, the 911 operator did not classify this as a child abduction. Now, I can tell you right now, like, she, she wasn't crying on the phone. She was hysterical, though. And if you want to listen to the recording, I mean, you just look it up and, I mean, it's just there. But a lot of people put it in, a lot of people put it in their podcast, but I have so much to go off of. I just, we don't have time for it. But she it was, was just, a long call. It was it? a very long call. It was like five to ten, five or eight minutes. I mean, I bawled my eyes out hearing this woman being so frantic. And when I'm upset, I don't cry for the most part. Right. The crying comes later. The crying comes later. But you're hysterical and you're like, she's talking about. And, and I, I just, I needed all these clothes. And now, now I don't have anybody to buy I have to put all the, they have to put all this stuff back and she's just, she's she's just rambling and she's just, her heart is. When you're hysterical, your brain goes into all these different things. This is all I've got to do. And I don't, and it's not like you're not worried about your, your first and foremost thought is I'm scared to death about my kid. But then you have these other things. He's got my groceries. He's got my things. I don't have money. I don't have, and you may not be saying them, but your mind and. I don't care. You can all say that, no, I don't do that. But you are because your mind doesn't focus on, as women, we focus on, we don't compartmentalize. We had we think about everything. And I think that every every one of us is thinking, oh, my gosh, I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have this. He's got my kid. Where's my kid? Your, Where's my kid? Where's my kid? That's yeah. the ultimate thought over it all. But now you've got a buggy full of this, and I've got these other two children here, and I can't get in touch with my spouse yeah. or my boyfriend she has no car no cell phone she's stuck at walmart now they're closing where am i they're closing go? she's she's frantic i mean that's just what it is and if you if you just read the dialogue it it kind of almost sounds cold-hearted but if you listen to it you can hear her heart breaking in it and Every it's just you. oh it's just it's just unreal but they classified this, they did not classify this as a child abduction, which is the first mistake. Right. After that, which that makes it the less ranking officers to come to the scene instead of the detectives or the sheriffs or I don't even know who because I've never had this problem. So that's just it. But so, um, so the police showed up and Rain started telling them what happened. They made, they were making their report. And then this is where it gets really bad because it's after six hours. That's when the Jacksonville Sheriff's Department actually put out the Amber Alert. And this is the reason why. <sighs> I don't think it's going to be a good one. Nope. The Sheriff's Department was actually put under investigation after this. And a lot of, and some sheriffs were suspended without pay and others were removed from homicide altogether. Now, I don't think that they were removed like they can't work in the facility. They were just removed from homicide and put back on to like an officer, police officer. I don't think that's good enough. I don't think that when you 
if I'm in a job and I don't and I've been promoted and I don't do my job well, they don't normally just demote me. They just go ahead and get rid of me. Well, I mean, that's what happened. Uh, I mean, sometimes that happens. I mean, I've had I've had managers who just had step to back. step step well, down. They step down willingly. Sometimes, sometimes it's the it's the well, other way I around. Guess so. But I just But I mean, Yes, just because you don't do lives, this is dealing with lives, but in the same instance, it is a just it's a job. It's a job to them. They have but to. If they you have, have to, a job in, in that kind of thing, it should never be just a job. It, it's just it a never, job you need to quit. I don't think it ever truly is. But um, one of the homicide lieutenants didn't answer his text or calls that evening until six hours later. And a couple of his excuses were that when the text came in, the case was still in fact-finding. So he wasn't, I mean, it was in fact-finding. He wasn't, there was an actual case, He didn't know if technically. there was a case or looking into it. Yes. Although the, the minute that she called and a child is missing, there's a case. I don't care if it's an abduction or the child is lost or whatever. There's a case. There's a kid that's missing. Right. I don't care if you want to classify it as just a missing child. The child is missing. People need to be looking for this child. This is an eight-year-old child. I don't care if the child ran away. Eight years old, you're not allowed to. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, that's just like it happens whenever these, they're like, oh, well, this child is a runaway. This teen is just a runaway. Okay, it's a teenager. It's underage. Still needs to come home. That's right. It you're is still, still my, my kid. Child. You still need to be home. You, you need to find them, not just oh, it's just a missing. When you just, get to be, it's 18, not missing. It's away. it's still, still you find don't my get kid. To run away as my child. Right. Oh, it just kills me on some of these cases. But then he also stated that when they called him, uh, he just wanted to see how it would develop. He you don't get the chance to see how it develops. There's a missing child. That he did, yeah. He was written up, and he got failure to confirm conform to work standards. The other homicide lieutenant was written up for failure to take appropriate action, and this lieutenant was briefed by the officers on scene. And he just he didn't believe he didn't believe Rain, and he thought that she was just keeping Cherish from her father, or that the man just took Cherish to another store. He didn't actually believe them. It's 11 o'clock at night. You don't go to another store with somebody else's kid. Right. And why would she take, keep him from her daughter, her daughter from her dad? She has the plane ticket to send her the next day. She has the plane ticket. She's got the money for the taxi to take her daughter to that. She was buying her, she was trying to buy her, her summer clothes so that she could go. Yeah. There was just a bunch of things that just didn't add up completely. Oh. And this case was put in as a missing, pers uh, missing persons case instead of a potential, uh, potential kidnapping case. These reasons. This is the reason why it took six hours for the Amber Alert. Um, a man. Once the once the Amber Alert came out, a man named Charlie, who was Smith's roommate at the time, did call the police and gave them his whereabouts of Smith and hopes they could find him and help find and well, save the little say, girl. Thank God for that man because thank God for that man but still being his roommate I have to say I have to think what kind of man is he? I mean who is rooming with a confirmed sexual predator. But thank you for being a decent person. A decent person and, and 
Right. Well, the problem the yet. well the problem is that the police already knew his name. They already knew he was Donald James Smith. Right. Why didn't they? They already him? should have looked him up and found where he was. I mean, he's a known sex offender. He just got out of jail 21 days ago. He's he's has to be on probation. He should be on your He should be on everybody's radar when he was released 21 days ago. They should have been passing him paper and out with his face and his name and well the second that they say this is a potential missing case they should have been looking, looking at, at all sexual predators and they knew his name so they should have known he was yeah they should have been running his name so the next day on june 22nd around 9 a.m an officer spotted smith's white van uh, off the interstate of 95, they arrested him and they searched his vehicle, but no findings of Cherish. Now, another tip in uh, another tip came in through 911 when they when the Amber Alert actually started up, and um, they were saying that there was a white van that was parked near the Highland Baptist Church. And there was a creek behind that church. But they couldn't find Cherish anywhere. And the police officers, of course, are on their little walkie-talkie things. And they're talking back and forth, saying things are clear. But the police officer who has Smith notices that his clothes are still soaking wet. And he's got scratches on his body. And they're going, she's in the water. You have to check the water. you got to check the creek behind so they finally, they found Cherish Lily Periwinkle's body still wearing the little dress, but nothing else from the night before. And she was hidden underneath rock and debris. When they pulled Cherish from the creek, they the sight of her showed the, brut- the brutal horror that this little girl went through. Now... This is where it's going to get pretty bad for a few minutes, so probably for about a minute if you want to skip ahead, if you don't really want to hear that this is this is what this monster did. When the autopsy was performed, it was found that she was raped and sodomized um, prior to her murder. She suffered blunt force trauma to the back of the head. Cherish was gagged and was severely gagged to the point of where her nose and her gums were bleeding. Cherish was strangled to death with such force that her eyes were bleeding because the blood vessels popped in her eyes. Now, Cherish Periwinkle was 67 pounds, but she fought for her life. She is a brave, brave little girl. But she just wasn't no match for the monster who took her away from her mama. Mm. Now, I have complete cold chills, but at this point... I am just nauseous at this point. And I knew that it was going to be bad because I remember in the, the show that I watched, there was nothing said about what happened to her. But the medical... It was, it was a court-type show, too, and the medical examiner was on the stand. And, and had to take a minute. And... When they were asking her about it, and and this was at court, so this was years later, she had to take a break. She had to take a five-minute break. And and was in tears. Uh, So if a medical examiner who does this on a daily basis is like this, I knew it was going to be bad. Yes, well, the... And I just... The rape was... Fathom that somebody could do this to a child. Yeah. The rape was so bad that it distorted her. 
Now, the now in this is from the state attorney himself in the case, and I do quote what he is saying: "Cherish did not die quickly; mm -hmm. she did not die easily. In fact, hers was a brutal and tortured death." Now, Donald was charged with first-degree murder, kidnapping, and um, sexual batter. And he pled not guilty. Now, court did not take place until 2018. And the state attorney had plenty of evidence to put this monster away. Plenty. Well, thank God for that. But he just got out 21 days prior to this. Why was there not enough information and enough to keep him in from before? What has he done? From and what they said, it was... Career. He's enough long enough of a of a sheep that they consider him a career criminal why did they keep letting him out yeah um well from the first one it evidently was him trying to kidnap and take a girl and she was so traumatized which i do not fault her at all for what she did she mm -hmm. did she would not went uh, she would not testify so it didn't help them get his case but I wouldn't be able to do it and this is a little girl she was like 12 I think you can't why did they think that why did we have to have a 12 year old get Go into the court to say and so that we can put this monster away the fact that she was she was interviewed by police at the time and they had all this I know there's hearsay laws and things like that but when it comes down to a child and a child having to face a predator like that in court, there needs to be a workaround on that. Yeah. Now, years later, she does testify. Well, in yeah, in the court, older, she does. But she's not. But for this case, she does. She does testify to it. And it, it was traumatic for her even still to stay. And I just I feel for all of these people who had to mm -hmm. deal with this man. They have actual footage of of Smith leaving with Cherish. Now, of course, he's not holding her hand. He's not dragging her out of the right. Walmart. Yeah, She's leaving. Footage. She just walked behind him. She just walking behind him, and if you looked at it, you just think it was a little girl and her grandpa walking out. Right. I wouldn't but have thought. I wouldn't have thought anything about it. I wouldn't have thought. Nobody would have thought anything about it. But they did find DNA, his DNA in Cherish's body. <laughs> they also found Cherish's DNA on him. <laughs> So that right there you know, just proves it. Donald was never put on the stand, but they did. Uh, they did have actual records of his conversations with his mother, where he confessed while he was in prison. He also tried to figure out ways of how to make himself sound like he was insane. So he wasn't going to be put on, uh, so he would get away with this. With his phone calls? Hey, yes. stupid, they record your phone calls. Right. You're in jail. You're not free. Then there was also recordings of him talking to another inmate about a little girl who was about a 13, 14-year-old girl, who, I guess, who just came to visit somebody and he could see them through the window. And he's making all these rude comments about how she's his type and he would love to run into her at a Walmart and all this other oh, stuff. I mean, 
tease and mm, just yes oh. and he doesn't look like it that's the thing he just doesn't but, I mean, look like it but i mean who what, what is, does a sexual partner look like we that, have it in our head that they look a certain way yeah. they don't they're just everyday people well i mean this is just like the case case of the um catherine knight and they were saying she didn't look like a murderer. Who looks like a murderer? What, who, murderer what like? do they look like? She looked like an average, everyday woman. That's true. And and here I am doing the same thing. And I know that. He doesn't look like it. But And I work with people that are tattooed and pierced everywhere and funky colored hair. And people want to think that, oh, that looks like a predator. Oh, that looks like They're the sweetest people you'll ever meet. Yeah. Some of them are the nicest people. I'm not saying that there are not people that are like that that are predators, but they come in all shapes and sizes and all everything. So you can't let your guard down for a second. That is the hardest thing about being a mom. There is. It, uh, it just definitely is. Now, just like you said a little while ago about the medical examiner who had to testify to the brutal crime of Cherish, had a very hard time, and she needed a break in the session, uh, in court. She needed to collect her emotions and thoughts. Now, they did try to override the court hearing on this because they were saying that this would sway the jury, but she did have them stop for five minutes so that she could get herself under control. And then she got back up on stage and then continued. So they denied his request to get this Good. fixed. But the reason she has to get herself together is because of the crap you did. Yeah. Oh, now, God. it took the jury less than 15 minutes to find him guilty of kidnapping, sexual battery, and first-degree murder. Good. And Donald was, well, is sentenced to death. Now, can we all video can we watch that one? Can they televise that one? Right? I think we kind of need that one. But I mean, him making those rude, lewd comments about the teenage girls kind of set it all in motion because it makes it known that if he's ever given the chance again, he will do it. He's in jail. He will do it. Anything. And he is saying this stuff in prison. In prison. In prison, you're On talking about this. And you're still saying And this you're stuff. still saying all of this. So now I want to go back. Um, we're yeah, we're done with him. That was his last sentence, and I, I hope that the electrocute they electrocute him, and it doesn't go all the way through, and they have to do it again. But either way, ooh, the cats are at it. <laughs> and I hope that they take little probes and attach them to his testicles while they're doing it let him feel just a pinch of what he did mm. to that little girl but now i'm gonna go to cherish i'm gonna go to cherish now her in this on a better note yes. i'm gonna end this on a better note cherish periwinkle's funeral i went oh, on to not it's not a, it's not a better note but it's about her it's something about it's something her, about her. and life. this precious little girl at her funeral but i went on to facebook and i found this on their their cry again. I am. This is this is very tearful and I've cried while writing this. <laughs> so bear with me. Cherish Periwinkle's funeral. They show pictures of Cherish of Cherish what Cherish have drawn. She drew Dora and Boots. If you ever have a child, you'll know that Dora, Dora the Explorer with Boots is the cat. Okay. I believe. His name's Boots. But 
the pastor said that, and I'm so Those sorry. Are going to die after this. So. They're going to die. <laughs> they're sorry. They're they're fighting. Um, the pastor said it took her five hours to draw this picture. God, the amount of time that it the amount of time this little beautiful girl took to to make this drawing. <sighs> she just learned how to ride a bike. She loved to play school. She wanted to be a teacher when she grew up. The pastor said that God must have needed an artist to help him draw and to help him design the sky. And that's why he needed her to go home. Oh, God. This beautiful girl did not get the justice that she deserves because that man is still alive to this day. He's living longer than he. He's living longer than she ever got to live. She's even got to live life. But she's beautiful and she's in heaven and she is painting. She's helping God paint the sky right now. So. (sighs) And I'm making mom cry, so this is great. (laughs) This is not good. This is not good at all. This is. This is. Mama, don't cry. This is a horrible, horrific story and I just I couldn't wait to get this one done (laughs) but this one this one was a very 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 tough very tough one and I just hope that everybody ends up with some closure eventually and I mean the mother is still to this day calling to find out when he will be killed she's calling him every day for it so Good. I mean, I hope we find out. And this is one I would like for us to put on our list to keep up with. And when he is, when he's let everybody know when this fool is gone from this earth. Yes. We, I and, will put that on my sticky note to, to look at every couple of months. But so that brings us to the end of our episode. So thank you for listening to Mama's Nightmare. If you enjoy our show, please leave us a five star rating, a comment on Podbean. Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, Audible, Amazon Music, and also Samsung Podcast. Now we are going to look in this week to getting onto Apple Podcast. Um, Google. I think we're on Google. I'm not sure. I'll we'll look into that one too. But uh, you can comment anything, just one word. It just helps us create an algorithm so we can get our names out there. Okay, you can hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss out on next week's nightmare. I'm going to be telling Elisa about the murder of Melissa Brannon. Now, we do have a Facebook and Instagram at Mama's Nightmare Pod where we'll post pictures from each episode. Please go on there, look at the pictures of this guy, and see that he is not what you would expect yeah. to be. Also, if you have any suggestions on cases that you would like for us to cover, please email us at Mama's Nightmare Pod at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Alicia and Rhonda. And we hope you have nothing but sweet dreams. Bye. Bye.